Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs chapter 3, verse 17, and it reads, her ways, her being wisdom, of course, Proverbs is talking all about wisdom, right? Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. And my interpretation here is that wisdom and chaos don't coexist. So if wisdom's ways are all pleasant and peaceful, they can't be chaotic. That's just kind of what I took from this. And so when I think about the entrepreneurial application to this, I'm going hustle culture, kind of needing money or just lacking money. And then the inconsistencies that um, pop up in your revenue, you know, sometimes we'll have good months, sometimes we'll have bad months, all of that, like just working endless hours, kind of having inconsistent revenue, needing money, all of that is not wisdom. It comes from a lack of wisdom. Because when I think about the wisest people in business, they either have figured out the recurring revenue, they have figured out their money game, they have figured out how to outsource, how to create systems, how to leverage themselves so they can have their time back. Or um, they have things put in place for when that stuff goes awry. Beginner entrepreneurs, however, need to hustle because they don't have the resources or don't think they have the resources to employ people or to raise the capital or to do whatever they need to do to get systems in place and to get people in place to replace their own time and have them function in their genius zone, right? This is me too. I struggle with this too. Like I'm honestly, I'm talking to myself here. Like I have the same scarcity minded um, mindset, which leads to me seeing smaller opportunity, which leads to me acting in smaller ways and not feeling obligated to do more because I don't believe I can do more, maybe because I don't think I'm worth more. I think a lot of people resonate with that message. And it's a very chaotic message. It creates chaos in your world. You always need money. You're always working overtime or you're imbalanced. And I'm not saying balance is a good thing. I'm not saying imbalance is a good thing. I'm saying you're working more than you want to work because you feel you need to work because you don't have your things taken care of. Sometimes you just got to grind it out. Not saying you don't, but when it becomes a routine thing and it's a culture, like you're just hustling all the time, working 14 hour days, working 16 hour days, you're probably not being that effective and you're probably being chaotic because you lack wisdom and the inconsistencies in revenue also probably a lack of wisdom thing. And all of these should decrease as you gain experience in business, or you should be able to deal with them better. So when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of Alex Hormozzi, because that man is like a great mentor to me from his YouTube channel. And Alex Hormozzi just sits on cash. And because of the cash that he sits on, he's able to invest in his business in a way that is sustainable and helpful and very long-term minded. And he's able to sit on that cash because he gained wisdom from his previous business ventures. And I was like, it's probably good to have cash. But the lesson that kind of stuck out to me the most from Alex Ramosi was when he cut all his businesses and he decided to focus on gym launch. That focus is what 
scaled that business. And from scaling that business, he was able to sell it. Now he's sitting on a big wad of cash and he can do this next thing that he loves and is really passionate about, which is making real business education available to everyone. I think that's their tagline. But um, yeah, so Alex Ormosi, he's a cool guy. And when I think of him, you know, he works a lot, but it's not necessarily hustle culture. He works a lot because he likes to work. But when you see the things that he's working on, they're all things, mm, you know, like he spends a lot of time on his book. And a book is important. It's urgent to get it out to your audience. But he's not sitting here saying, I need to write this book to make payroll in the, the next month. Like, that's not the situation he's in. He's not um, hustling in a chaotic way. He's hustling in a sustainable way because he values consistency and focus. At least that's what I'm picking up from. I don't know the man personally, but that's what I see on the outside looking in. And he doesn't need money because he's stacked. And some of the inconsistencies in his business, you know, I don't know their personal kind of business finance sheet. I, I'm forgetting what that's called. My mind's blinking. But the man has healthy cash flow because he likes cash flow and he's gained the wisdom to sustain cash flow. I just think that's a really cool thing because he does it in a pleasant and peaceful way. Like he's not out here stressed about his cash flow. And as entrepreneurs advance in the game, I assume that's what you approach. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just really stressful up there and he's tripping all day, every day. Just doesn't look like that from the outside. And where has this shown up in my life? I was say changing the question I asked myself instead of putting unrealistic expectations on myself, which is another thing Alex Hormozzi doesn't do. He's like, instead of saying we're going to double our sales this year, I say we're going to increase our sales by 10% this quarter or 10% this year. He sets really realistic goals that he knows he can smash. And I changed the question I asked myself. Instead of setting unrealistic goals, I said, what can I sustain for a year? Instead of what can I do and how fast can I do it? I say, what actions, what process can I sustain for a year? And I should extend that to five years. I should extend that to 10 years. And that's why the content on this podcast is so free flowing. It's so like, you notice I'll mess up speaking, but I won't edit it out. Well, I do that because I can't sustain editing a podcast for the next 10 years, but I can sustain getting up here and talking about stuff I'm reading or stuff I like or having conversations that I love with people that I want to help. When I ask people about their dreams and goals and how they can get there, I really want to help them to get there. And so I can sustain that conversation. I can sustain talking about Proverbs or talking about scripture because I want scripture to be a part of my life anyway. So I ask myself, what can I sustain? The other way is implementing who, not how, and other forms of leverage to decrease chaos in my life. I like systems. I like simplifying thing, things. If I can put tech in there or I can put a person in there and I can afford to do it. Look at that. There's my scarcity coming in. Afford to do it. Boy. Um, I can implement who, not how, and other forms of leverage to decrease chaos. So I like leveraging myself. I like putting systems in place because it makes things simple. It makes things streamlined. And then you can scale it, right? When you think about scaling something, you think about systems. And so I was able to take this podcast to daily, putting five to seven or eight hours a week in simply by putting in systems and not judging myself about the content that I'm putting out. And I think I'm putting out valuable content, right? And I've gotten feedback from people who have liked it. Not a ton of people, I will say, but that's because I need some wisdom in marketing. <laughs> so where do I want this to show up in my life? I kind of talked about where it has shown up, changing the question I ask myself from what can I do and how fast I can do it to what can I sustain for what period of time? 
implementing who not how and other forms of leverage. Those are the two ways it's shown up in my life. Where do I want it to show up? I would say my finances are chaotic because I take extreme risk right now to improve my earning potential. And part of changing that question was changing this extreme risk that I take. So I've already taken steps to kind of switch this around, but I want to hone my skills and increase my patience so that my cash flow is less chaotic. When I really hone in a money-making skill that I can rely on to get me to a point where I'm making above my living expenses and more so I have the discretionary income to invest, I'm not going to have to be going into debt to invest in myself necessarily. Right now, I'm borrowing from future me because future me will have those skills. He will have that patience because that is the way I'm trending. That is the way I'm going. But got to do what you got to do. Uh, with what you got, right? So my finances are a little bit chaotic because I'm taking the risk. And I say extreme risk. I think it's more risky to not do it. So when I say extreme risk, it is relative to what society thinks is risky. I really don't think it's that risky at all because I trust myself. I believe in myself and I would rather take the risk now and fail for the rest of my life and still end up broke as opposed to not take the risk, end up marginally less broke but still a slave to whatever it is, a job, money, whatever, right? So in my head, it's not extreme risk, but societally, it is extreme risk. And my finances are a bit chaotic because of it. I'm 23. I got time. There are people who are much dumber than me, much less competent than me, who screwed up a lot more than I have and came out of it. So I think I'm in a good spot. But how can you guys apply this to your life? I would say, where can chaos in your life be prevented with wisdom? Once you identify that, ask yourself, where is that wisdom? And then go get it. Whether it be another person in an experience from a book, whatever it may be, go get that wisdom. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, maybe that wisdom's on this podcast. Keep listening. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.